Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Um, today we're going to start off with touching on the FTSE 100, um, currently down about half a percent today in line with the rest of Europe. Um, we've seen some concerns over the Italian financial system creeping in and really hitting particularly the German DAX and Italian indices. Um, that's being compounded by, again, fears of tariffs being slapped on China. So if we're looking at the FTSE 100 today, we've got the mining companies down quite heavily on the day. Copper is one of the commodities that is leading the way to the downside. So we touched on China yesterday um, and there's been some interesting stories out recently. So I'm just going to pass you over to Jamie, going to introduce um, some new measures that China are putting into place. At a recent conference in Beijing, President Jinping announced an additional $60 billion of funding for African countries, with $15 billion of this funding being dedicated towards aid and interest-free loans. This funding will go towards tangible, sustainable development projects, and the president has urged that Chinese businesses respect local culture in the African countries they are involved in. He has also urged that Western countries and media outlets stop getting involved in African domestic affairs. Critics of the measures have added that um, the Chinese government should stop drafting in Chinese workers in African countries, mitigate the effects of ecological damage, and try to avoid the so-called debt trap democracy policies they have been accused of, um, whereby the money they have loaned to African countries has not yet been paid off and will be expected at some point to be used as a form of soft power against these countries. Okay, some interesting comments there from Jamie on China. Obviously, they're looking outside of the West now with Donald Trump constantly threatening new tariffs. They've been very forward in looking for trade deals in other areas of the globe. So it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. We've been touching on Brexit quite a lot recently. And there's been a lot of negativity around the UK. However, we have been looking at some positivity in the UK economy and, and in particular um, a sector that is strong, especially if you're looking at a European setting and that's the fintech sector. Um, so we've got Dina here who has um, selected three companies um, within the UK um, that are really paving the way in London's reputation as a hub for fintech so yeah yesterday we reported that funding circle will be the first uk fintech company to be listed on the london stock exchange um so i thought i'd take a look at some of the other fintech companies uk and london based that are particularly hot at the moment obviously the first is crowdcube and essentially with crowdcube from what i read on their website anyone can invest. It's made it so accessible for the public. The only requirements are is that you are over the age of 18, you are a resident in the UK or a country where receiving financial promotions is legal, and um, you must be legally entitled to invest in the type of investments offered by Crowdcube. Other than that, anyone can register a member and find a pitch, 
and enter amount they wish to invest. Currently, there are 577,911 members registered. Um, five, over 5 million have been invested in pitches and there are 751 successful raises. The biggest success story includes Brewdog, which is Crowdcube's first unicorn. Uh, it raised 13.1 million from 4,586 investors and was valued at 1 billion in 2017. The next I take a look at is Monzo. Now Monzo is one of the UK based mobile banks. There are quite a few at the moment. There is Loot as well but Monzo is one of the most popular with over 900,000 users. Now the good thing about Monzo is that with the prepaid card you can use it anywhere in the world. Um, and up to £200 can be withdrawn abroad for free every 30 days. After that, there's about a 3% charge on what you take out. But the rate that you use is the fixed MasterCard rate. Now, Monzo, you can pay people in seconds, you can set up direct debits, and they now have a service that lets you actually switch a current account onto their bank, um, which has been, I'm not sure how that's been received, but because it's fairly new. Uh, you can also add flexible overdrafts and it lets you just really, it's very good for like students and for millennials as they start earning and it allows them to really control their money. In August, The Guardian reported them as yet another fintech unicorn <laughs> and uh, they have lined up a new finance that values their company at 700, £787 million pounds in only three years. Interestingly, in 2016, the company had its first crowdfunding round and raised a shocking £1 million in 96 seconds. Now, the last one that I look at is Paybase. Now, this is a quite a small startup based in London. Um, they received £700,000 from Innovate UK in 2017 as a grant, and they're essentially a platform that offers end-to-end -end solutions for payments. It all started up with Pay Friends, which focused on peer-to-peer -peer payments, but now the Paybase platform really allows companies to get on board with this, such as online marketplaces, sharing gig economy platforms, and charities. They gave an interview and they stated that they have a commitment to delivering an accessible payment solution unmatchable by anyone in the industry, as they claim. So those are three that I've taken a look at today. Lovely. So Dina's wrapped up there. Something to be positive about at the moment in the UK. There's a lot of stuff being dominated on Brexit, but behind the scenes, um, we are really leading the way here in the UK on a European front for financial technology, um, as well as other tech sectors. So um, that is the UK Investor Magazine podcast for today. Um, as we said at the start, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Thank you very much.